See, I stand with this, I stand with that, and then he's going, Oh, I'm sorry, Massa. Would you like me to suck your dick, Massa? I'll give you head, Massa. That's what Nick Cannon said when I heard all that shit. So Nick Cannon can go to hell, don't care for Nick Cannon, fuck his show, fuck his franchise. Nick Cannon got what he deserved. Hi, my wonderful sweet babies. It's Destin Choice, and you're listening to Time Out with Choice, my infamous podcast. Shout out to everyone listening on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Now, for today's podcast, I'm going to be rolling one up. Let me just take a hit real quick. And I'm smoking lavender, everyone. Yes, you can smoke lavender. It's amazing for anxiety. Now, I really want to get on here and speak on the infamous situation regarding Nick Cannon. If y'all didn't hear, Nick Cannon is basically being dragged right now and his show, While and Out, is in danger of being canceled. So, to give you guys a quick synopsis of what this house Negro, I mean, Nick Cannon got himself into, Nick Cannon basically decided to get on his podcast, Cannon's Class, and speak on how he felt about the Hebrew and the Israelites of this generation. Who are so, they? When we when we speak of, because this is where it truly is, and we talk about those... <coughs> The, the the six corporations when we talk when we go as deep as the Rothschild centralized banking those the the the, the thirteen families uh, the bloodlines that control everything even outside of America when right. we talk about mm-hmm. the 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 people who if we were truly the the children of Israel and we're defining who the Jewish people are because I feel like if we actually can understand that construct, then we can see that there is no hate involved. When we talk about right, right. the lies, the deceit, the how the, the fake dollar controls all of this, then maybe we can get to the reason why they wanted to silence you, why they want to silence mm-hmm. Minister Farrakhan, and they want to throw that. We are having hate speech when it's never hate speech, when it's not. Right. You can't be anti-semitic when the semitic when, when we we are the semitic people when we are the same people that you who they want to be mm-hmm. when we talk about the power of melanated people when we talk mm-hmm. about who we really are as guys and in, in understanding right. that our melanin is so power and it connects us in a way that the reason why they fear black the reason why they fear is because they the lack that they have of it they 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 have the lack of compassion mm-hmm. that mel- melanin comes with compassion melanin comes with soul that mm-hmm. we call it we call it soul we soul brothers and sisters that's the melanin that connects us. Right. so the people that don't have it have are are a little and I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully <laughs> are a little less they're acting out of a, a deficiency mm-hmm. so therefore the only way that they can act is evil Excellent. so then these people who didn't have what we had and when I say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. Mm-hmm. They, they're acting as animals. Right. So they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. Now, of course, there were a lot of people who did have Nick Cannon's back. And if you guys didn't know, 
a lot of people stood by Nick Cannon, a lot of people supported Nick Cannon in the midst of this because he did get dragged on Twitter for being racist and many people started to call him out for being racist against white people. Stop being racist against us. Oh my God. But if the roles are reversed, the double standard. Listen, white people weren't trying to cancel Nick Cannon last week because they felt he was racist towards them. White people wanted to cancel Nick Cannon because they wanted to make an example out of his ass. That's what it was. There's no such thing as racism against whites. And please don't come on here with that. Everybody can go through it. Everybody can go through it. (laughs) Shut your ass up, bitch. That's not racism. Racism is a completely different ball game. And for white people who are calling this racism, it's not. That's not what it is. In, 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 in fact, it's just prejudice. Racism is a structural power against a marginalized group. However, white people are not a marginalized group. And they have no significant history of being oppressed due to the, due to the color of their skin. Maybe in 300 years, but not in this day and age. Not on my watch. So... Nick Cannon got dragged to filth for that, and a lot of people started dragging him for his anti-Semitic comments because he did somewhat dis- disrespect the Hebrew and Jewish language because he more so targeted the white Jews, you know, the white people who were part of the Hebrew culture, and he basically said that white white people were not the original Hebrews. According to the Bible, apparently, black people were the original Israelites, they were the original Hebrew people. And let me just say that... I view that as a conspiracy theory. I know there's a lot of black people who love to look at the Bible and say, that's our history book right there. (laughs) The hell it is. The Bible, my ass, no offense to anyone that's religious, the Bible was used as a way to manipulate slaves because at one point, slaves all across the Caribbean, slaves all across America were not allowed to read. So, no. No, no, no. I don't know who wrote that shit. No offense. If you have a relationship with God, good for you. But the Bible does not define your relationship with a higher power. It just doesn't, okay? The Bible has been tampered with, edited several times. And every time I bring this up, people will be like, no, you have to read the other version. No, read the updated, updated version. There's an updated, updated version. Get the fuck out of here, okay? So I understand why black people feel the way they feel about the Jewish community. And I respect it. But at the same time, he did kind of make a very odd generalization by saying that these white people who swooped up and took the religion were barbaric animals, when in reality, we don't necessarily know the full story. So, yeah, he should never said that shit. Viacom actually hit Nick Cannon up and asked him to apologize. In fact, they asked him several times to apologize or else, and he refused. On Tuesday, media giant Viacom CBS responded to the incident by terminating their long-running relationship with the artist. In a statement obtained by The Hollywood Reporter, the company wrote in part, Viacom CBS condemns bigotry of any kind and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon's Class, on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitism conspiracy theories. While we support ongoing education and dialogue in the fight against bigotry, we are deeply troubled that Nick has failed to acknowledge or apologize for perpetuating anti-Semitism, and we are terminating our relationship with him. 
Cannon took to Facebook early on Wednesday morning to defend himself. In a lengthy post, the host demanded full ownership of my billion-dollar Wild and Out brand that I created, and asked for an end to the hate and backdoor bullying and an apology. He wrote, in part, I am deeply saddened in a moment so close to reconciliation that the powers that be misused an important moment for us to all grow closer together and learn more about one another. For Viacom to be so deceptive is no surprise. They've been mistreating and robbing our community for years, underpaying talent on the biggest brands like Love & Hip Hop, all of BET programming, and of course, Wild and Out. I don't have to defend myself. The proof is in the history. I believe that the corporation was becoming more progressive and willing to create helpful spaces and dialogue in these difficult and uncertain times of 2020. Instead, they chose to recent to recently ban all advertisement that supported George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, who are who we are still seeking justice for. They want to put the young Negro in his place. They wanted to show me who is the boss, hang me out to dry and make an example of anyone who says something they don't agree with. But like the great Shirley Shizholm, I am unbossed and unbought and unbothered. Four days later goes by and Nick Cannon is interviewing a, a Hebrew dude. He then wrote a series of apologies on Twitter and on Instagram saying how he's apologizing to the white community for his anti-Semitic comment and how he was ignorant and how he needs to teach himself and blah, 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 blah. And that after Nick Cannon decided to apologize and go on this huge rant and then he wanted to put out a tweet saying, oh my God, the black community, I'm so sad that y'all are calling me a sellout for apologizing. I just want to educate myself. Nick Cannon is a clown. He's never been funny to me. Never really been a fan of Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is a clown, okay? Nick Cannon is a clown bitch, and I hope Wild and Out gets fucking canceled. And let me tell you why. I respected him when he straight up said, fuck Viacom. I said what I said. I am who I am without Viacom, period. I, I respected that. I was like, okay, good for you, Nick Cannon. You're standing up for what you believe in. But then when I found out Nick Cannon didn't own Wild and Out, I was like, eh, this is awkward. You don't own Wild and Out. That's pretty fucking embarrassing. And then when I see that he apologized and was like, I'm sorry for my comments, I was like, uh-uh, no. Because this isn't even a real apology. Like, Nick Cannon is so full of shit. And he he recently, like, two, like a day ago, interviewed a Jewish Hebrew dude, and he was trying to get him to educate him, and that shit was boring as fuck, it was a very boring, long, dragged out podcast of him trying to be interviewed by a Hebrew dude, and I was like, you're trying to educate yourself, but you literally just want a whole rant saying that you're not sorry, and how Viacom is a coon, trash company, how you don't trust them, but all of a sudden, you're turning right back around and apologizing, it makes no sense, Nick Cannon is not for the black community, now, when I tell you, let me tell you something about Nick Cannon, I questioned Nick Cannon recently because if y'all didn't know, in the midst of the Minnesota George Floyd riot, he actually took it as an opportunity to film a music video. He took it as an opportunity to film a spoken word, word poetry video. So that actually put me off on Nick Cannon. I do appreciate him protesting when the whole Minnesota situation happened, but I also side-eyed him because I was like, you really coming out here trying to monetize and profit and create a spoken word poetry music video of a situation that's going viral right now? I legit cringe. That shit literally irritated my fucking soul. But Nick Cannon is a huge troll and he's known for doing problematic fuck shit just to get attention. The same thing goes for, if y'all don't remember back in 2013, Nick Cannon actually dressed up as a white guy and he came out with a whole album called White People Noise. He debuted a new ultimate.
alter ego wearing a red hair wig, painted white face, fake teeth, beanie, and plaid shirt on his Instagram exclaiming, it's official, I'm white. Hashtag white people party music in stores April 1st. Hashtag good credit, hashtag beer pong, and more. So his new album is called White People Party Music? Clever. Following that photo, Nick posted a video revealing his new alter ego's name. Take a look. Connor Small, that's the name, bro. Connor's over-the-top brotastic attitude is solidified in part two of that video. Watch this clip. This guy's good, bro. He's gone. You can change your makeup and you can change the way you look, but you can't change the fact that you're Nick Cannon and you're a cornball. So I was really, you know, side-eyeing Nick Cannon when that happened back in 2014. Because for me, I was like, attention seeker, attention seeker. Dude is a whole cornball, and he really bent over backwards. And he really let the white man fuck him with a strap. Like, you literally just bent over and, like, had a white man fuck you with a strap. Like, over the damn table. Like, you really out here selling out for the white man. Like, you really out here sucking the white man's peen. And I'm supposed to feel bad for Nick Cannon just because... He claimed he had suicidal thoughts. That's ridiculous. Nick Cannon is a coon. Nick Cannon is a clown. Nick Cannon is a house negro. That's fucking stupid. That's preposterous that you were out here like make, trying to make a huge point and make an example out of Viacom. And then you turn around and say, I apologize. I apologize, massa. Positive images to, to do away with it. Because to your point, in the situation I'm current, currently in, I believe the media has sensationalized so much to... And to, to Further the divide, and I always right. say the media is manipulated entertainment designed to influence all or to influence America. Uh, and it's really, especially now, everyone's sitting at home. We're quarantined. We're scared. We're upset. And then when you see there's a reason to do something, to argue, to tweet, to so we're in this moment where people are paying attention, but now we're allowing negativity to be perpetuated, opposed to conversations it's, and things like. It's like this. a tsunami. We saw. I also want to bring up that in the midst of Nick Cannon being canceled by Viacom and the white community, Nick Cannon also took down all his videos and pictures showing support for George Floyd, Elijah McClain, and Breonna Taylor, and he's been posting his interview that he's been doing with that Hebrew dude all over. He did leave one of his videos up, but one of his pictures that he recently posted was how to fight anti-semitism how to fight you know anti-jewish this holocaust this holocaust that so in order to do damage control nick cannon was quick to take down all the posts regarding brianna taylor and george floyd and all the other people who have done unjustly but he was quick to constantly repost pictures and posts to talk about anti-semitism and anything relating to the holocaust very interesting. Oh my God, Massa, don't cancel Wildin' Out now, Massa. Oh my God, Massa, can you spare some sugar cane? Oh my God, Massa, Massa, I, I apologize, Massa. Nick Cannon doesn't own any of his shit. And this just goes to show you that when it comes to the situation, Nick Cannon really solidified himself in his career, but the white man really showed him, uh, 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 bitch, don't forget, we still got you in chains, okay? We still got you. So they really made an example out of him. But one thing about Nick Cannon that really irritates me is the fact that he doesn't own his shit. This is pathetic for the black community because I hope everyone took a very specific lesson out of Nick Cannon's book and they understand that it is important to own your shit. Why do people go out here all the time saying that they have this big dollar corporation, they do this, they do that, and they don't own nothing? You know, Master P made a very good example and made a very good point when he addressed Nick Cannon apologizing. What do right now with this whole like anti-Semitism talk? Well, I think it's about ownership now. We gotta start owning our own product. 
owning our own networks. Until then, then you can't say what you want to say all the time. You got to watch what you say when you're a public figure. So, you know, my advice to Nick, it's time to go own something now. You want to do something, let's go, let's go do it together. But we got to start thinking ownership. We got to stop burning our blocks down. We protesting, we got the attention now. It's time for us to own something now. So you, th you think that's where it stems from? Like the yeah. idea that, that you, you know, all the, all the black talent, you know, that's out in America, you know, it's not, it's not black owned. Is that, yeah, is that, it's gotta is, be, if you look at right now, Aunt your mama, Uncle Ben, 130 years, those products been off the, on the shelves and we didn't own it. But it looked like us, so we've been spending money, billions and billions those companies made. Now it's time for people like us to come up with products, come up with brands, and also own the product. So we can put money back into the communities. We can create uh, networks, production companies, so now we can own it. And then you don't have to worry about getting fired if you own stuff. So how, what, what's the advice that you give to caution black entrepreneurs that are calling out for that to happen but they're mistakenly kind of getting into this anti-semitic kind of lingo and you either the boss or you're a worker it's the difference if you're the boss you don't have to worry about that he's now, made an only, apology only thing that i hate that nick cannon apologized he shouldn't have did that tamar braxton tamar braxton she's fucking like she don't make shit off her music she don't make shit off her reality show and she literally came out about being a slave recently because they don't even pay her as much. She don't even make as much as the Kardashians. And her show has been on almost as long as the Kardashian show. Her show gets as much, almost as much ratings as the Kardashian show. And she don't even make as much. So Tamar's a slave. Prince was a slave. Michael Jackson's publishing got stolen. He was a slave. All these people were slaves in this industry. And no one took anything from this. This is exactly why I haven't tried to pitch my own talk show or try to pitch a show because I see it as if I try to do that, I won't own it. I'd rather build my momentum, build my fan base and build my credibility and build so on, build so much more for myself so that way I could charge a higher fee and then own myself because guess what? The reason why you guys don't see reruns of a lot of these old black sitcoms is because a lot of them weren't owned. The reason why a lot of these you know, people who are on these sitcoms or were in these low-budget black movies that were successful don't make as much money off these shows or these movies is because a lot of them made crumbs and they made crumbs afterwards. The same thing goes for people like um Diddy. Like Diddy literally clowned so many people because Diddy was bowing down to the white men who own him. So, so many people you can't even listen to their music because Diddy was out here stealing people's publishing, took people's dreams away, and ruined people's career, which is a whole other video that I work on. But I don't know why people don't start their own publishing companies. Why don't people start their own labels? Why don't people start their own production companies nick cannon really out here sold his soul for a couple bands he really got on his knees and sucked the white man's penis for a couple bands he don't own shit it's insane like nick cannon is really out here bowing down to the white man because he don't own nothing because if it wasn't for him apologizing fox probably would have fired him and viacom doesn't even own fox Fox literally had to put out a statement saying how Nick Cannon has apologized and he'll be apologizing soon. How the fuck did they know he was going to apologize? How did their statement come so quick? You see how I'm coming from here? Like, a good example is look at people like um, Tyler Perry. People like Tyler Perry and Spike Lee, they have actively spoke on the importance of owning your shit several times. And people still don't listen. People of color, if you're going to get on a movie set, if you want to write your own movie, write your own show, if you're going to make your own music... Make sure you own your shit. Don't sign away your publishing. Because I noticed that a lot of these artists, a lot of these rappers, a lot of these entertainers, like Genuine, the reason why you don't see Genuine a lot, because I don't even think Genuine owns his publishing. The same thing goes for 
people like um, Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton doesn't own her publishing. That's why she don't make as much music as she used to. All these people are slaves because they don't believe in themselves enough. So when a white corporation offers them, here's X amount of dollars. Can we can we can we own you? Can we own eighty percent of you? And we'll give you the other percent. We'll give you the other crumbs and limbs. All the black people who sign their shit away or sign their rights away are quick to say, "Oh yes, massa. Yes, massa. Thank you for the check. Um, I kissed your feet, massa." And then they end up being broke as fuck at the end, and then trying to get too comfortable. Looking at Cannon, he got way too comfortable with his platform. Thought he was uncancelable, and they were quick. To try to take his shit away. Nick Cannon should be lucky that he still has a career in Hollywood. I really like what people like Yara Shahidi is doing. Because if y'all didn't know, Yara Shahidi now owns her own production company. Which means she's not going to be working with million dollar, billion dollar corporations to get fundings, to pitch TV shows, to networks, to get her own shows, her own stories, to get dramas, movies, and films. Like, Yara Shahidi's doing her damn thing. And she now owns a production company. And the girl's only 20 years old. Like, that girl's doing a damn thing. And people should really take a lesson out of our, like, out of the history books and understand that a lot of us don't really own shit. So, the same thing goes for the woman who was on Facebook. Because if y'all didn't know, there was a woman who went on Facebook recently in the midst of the George Floyd riots who said the looting was perfectly fine because black people don't own shit. I'm sure a lot of y'all saw that video. So, when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. And she made a very excellent point when she said that. Black people don't own anything. And that's why more black people were so were so like, ugh, we don't care about the looting. Who cares? Let them loot. Because we don't own shit. A lot of us don't even own homes. Probably some of us watching this probably only know like one or two people who own homes who are who are people of color. Like, it's not that common for black people to own anything. So that's why I, whenever I see rappers, like, flaunting money, or I see niggas, like, flaunting money on social media, I cringe. Because I just be like, <laughs> I mean, you got a huge wad of cash. I mean, you got, like, 10 racks in your hand. You got money on the floor. I mean, you got all these chains. But do you even own anything? Do you own businesses? Do you own... Like, there's a reason why people like Master P, P. Diddy, Jay-Z, Kanye, Eminem, there's a reason why they're the richest rappers in the world. Because they own shit. They own businesses beyond their music. They own shit beyond their shows. They own things beyond other catalogs. Own your shit and take a lesson from Nick Cannon's book. Nick Cannon is a house Negro. Nick Cannon is a porch Negro. Nick Cannon is a coon. He apologized and bowed down to the white man because he's owned by the white man. Start your own production company. Start your own company. Start start, start your own industry. And stop like... like and stop like looking up to people like Nick Cannon because Nick Cannon was a huge letdown for me and I thought he had a way more integrity than that. Like I just couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that. So that's what happens when people try to be activists and they put their fucking foot in their mouth. And it really made me cringe when he tried to use Breonna Taylor in his little Facebook post to make it seem like, oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Solidarity. I stand with this. I stand with that. And then he's going, oh, I'm sorry, massa. Would you like me to suck your dick, Massa? I'll give you head, Massa. That's what Nick Cannon said when I heard all that shit. So Nick Cannon can go to hell. Don't care for Nick Cannon. Fuck his show. Fuck his franchise. Nick Cannon got what he deserved. This is a perfect example of a house Negro being humbled. And he got humbled. He got humbled because he got too comfortable because he don't own shit. And that's why he is a perfect example of an Uncle Tom. He made it freed a lot of people. He might have helped a lot of black people keep their jobs when he apologized and he's probably going to get Wild and Out back, which it hasn't been confirmed. We don't know if Wild and Out's coming back. But he didn't save a lot of people's jobs. But he threw a lot of other Negroes under the bus when he decided to apologize and bow down to the master.
Uncle Tom ass bitch. But that's just my opinion on Nick Cannon. Let me know what you guys think. Nick Cannon is not the person to be caping for. Nick Cannon is not the one to be saving. Nick Cannon has made a lot of problematic comments, has said a lot of problematic things, and don't care for Nick Cannon. But please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Give your thoughts and opinions in the comment section down below. Let me know what you guys thought about this podcast episode. Please be sure to stream on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. Also, make sure you guys stream and subscribe on different platforms. It helps me a lot, even though you're watching on different platforms. And make sure you guys join my Patreon. It's as low as $2. You don't want to miss out. And yeah, that's that. Choice out this bitch. I appreciate everyone's contributions on Patreon. I appreciate everyone's contributions, whether it's a stream, a like, a view, a follow, a thumbs up on Twitter, whatever it is. Thank you so much. I appreciate all your contributions, and it doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you.